The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's uh, nine minutes after eight, and thanks for tuning in to the Forum at Eight. Now, strike action is looming in the postal sector after employees received only half of their salaries last Friday. It's been almost a year since the post office last experienced a protected, uh, protracted strike. However, it is difficult to, uh, to estimate what has been done to get the South African post office in order. It's been unable to hold on to leadership. The CEO, Christopher Athlekane's uh, contract was terminated last month following allegations of mismanagement of funds. The post office has been battling financial and labor problems, but government announced that it was moving to stabilize the post office despite the South African post office owing almost 245 million rand to more than 2,000 suppliers. And then last week, employees received only half of their salaries for the month of October. And when we spoke to uh, the Minister of Finance in Tlantla Nene last week, week on the forum at eight this is what he had to say about the situation at the post office this is a matter maybe it's one of those that uh, i will be accused of uh, i must have seen it coming but uh, it's a post office is one of those entities that are are under the scrutiny of cabinet uh, with uh, working with the minister but the difficulty with some of these entities you actually can't be on a day-to-day management mode Uh, with institutions. The first I heard of it was actually in the media and we should have been made um, aware of this because the post office is one of those that we are currently looking at and um, I would uh, want to believe that once we have received a full report on the matter we would be in a position to respond. I definitely can't give a a clear response as to uh, how we arrive at a situation where workers can only be paid uh, uh, half uh, their salaries. So on the forum at 8 this morning, we are asking what is going on at the South African Post Office. And um, just to indicate that we tried to invite as many of the stakeholders as we can. The post office say that their members have other engagements and that they cannot participate in this discussion. We went to the Department of Telecommunications and Postal Services and they indicated that they too have prior engagements. They would gladly participate at another time. Uh, We also approached the presidency for a comment on the matter. Bongani Majola says that uh, it would be odd for the presidency to comment on the matter and then um, we went to National Treasury and unfortunately had no response from them and uh, therefore this morning we have Clyde Mervyn who is president of the Communication Workers Union uh, on the line to talk to us about the current situation. Thanks for your time this morning Mr. Mervyn. Thanks again and thank you listeners. So first off, what what is your reaction, your response to the fact that nobody else is available to speak to uh, what seems like a crisis at the post office? No, it's, it's unfortunate that the post office, when every time there's a crisis, they are nowhere to be found. It really shows you what type of management we are dealing with. For the Department of uh, Telecoms and, and, and Postal Services, I knew that they wouldn't come. It's, they always do that. When there's crisis, you recall, Sakina. When there was a strike last year, they only spoke once, and that was when the strike was about to end. So clearly signs that there are people who don't care what is happening in the institution, which is the South African Post Office.
But of course, the lines are open. Maybe somebody would like to call, comment, come in, give another side of the story. 0891-104-208. Also available to our listeners if you'd like to comment on the issue of the post office as we ask what is going on at the South African post office. You can also tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM or SMS us on the number 34701 at a cost of one rand. Now, Mr. Mervyn, perhaps some background for uh, some of us who may not be completely in the know as to what is going on at the post office? Sakina, you'll recall that there was some mismanagement in the post office uh, last year. So what transpired, you'll recall that uh, one point, uh, some billion, so 2.1 billion rand was then misappropriated and then the, all the board members resigned. So when the board resigned, you then had a CEO which was suspended, which then also subsequently resigned. Then you have a chief operating officer, which is currently Umlu, he was acting as a CEO. He also tendered his resignation, which he will be leaving end of November. You have a CFO, which is suspended. Now, if I speak to you, as I speak to you now, there's no there's no executive management in the post office. Since last year, November, it was then, we, the minister then appointed an administrator to overturn the post office. To, he brought in a, a, a STP, which is called strategic uh, a, a turnaround strategy. Uh, the, one of his mandate was he must make sure there's an annual report. For nine months, we've made we've made this noise that this man has been receiving lots of money, more than three million rand a month. He has been paid, uh, Dr. Lusaba, for being an administrator, an administrator for nine months to stabilize the post office. Now the question is. There's no, they have not been strikes for a year. Workers have not received a salary increase. Workers, have, workers are still casual work. I mean, they are, they are not yet converted into full-time positions. And all this in the turnaround strategy are going to deal address these issues. As I speak to you, there's nothing which has happened. Now the same chairperson of, he's now appointed the chairperson of the board. And until today, he has not engaged unions into a discussion about the turnaround plan, what, what needs to be executed. As I speak to you now, the third part is on the 16th of October, the union have received a letter, different unions. We informed that workers were only receiving 50% of salary because of cash flow problems. On Friday, when workers when workers went to the bank, some workers, uh, when they got their salary, all the deductions went off the debit order. Some workers were starting with 10 rent and 15 rent in the bank accounts. How do you expect workers to, how do you expect workers to perform work? at this point in time, if they don't have a salary to get to work. Two, if you go to some of the branch offices and you want to pay your license, they should hear that the post office is offline, the system is not working. When you want to order stamps, you are told there's no stock in the offices. Now, all these things are happening under the new board, which is also being appointed, led by Dr. Lusaba. And our call has been very simple now, is that Lusaba must go because since he has been an administrator, appointed as a board chairperson, he has done nothing as far as we are concerned. Two, when the Minister of Finance last week announced his, his midterm budget, he never spoke about this ailing organization because one is that there's no annual report submitted to the Treasury, there's no annual report submitted to Cabinet. So you have an organization which is not even having a proper financial audited statement at this point in time, a proper annual report. This is what 
is the background I can give him. This is the state of affairs. We've been told, please call off the strike last year. Let us make business. We are going to look at new customers. We have done that, but until today, workers are still casuals. There's no increase for workers. The conditions of your employment is worsening every day. So, so this is what the type of post office we are dealing with. I think that is the background I can just slightly give you. So, when uh, the employees were informed about the fact that they were going to receive only half of their salaries on the 16th of October, as you say, how was this communication um, uh, brought to them? Was it um, written? Did anybody come out and speak to the employees? How was this message communicated? First, on on the 16th of, of, of October, a letter was written to the union in the afternoon. Two minutes after the, le- the letter was written to the union to inform the union that, that there will be 50% of salary paid this month because of cash flow problems. The company, through a touch base, they normally have an internal communication in writing, sent out the internal, uh, internal touch base to workers informing whether they'll get 50%. So there was no contact between us and management. It was only through a letter. The union then on the Monday of the, of the 16th, which is the 17th, 19th, responded and informed the company that you can't, it's a breach of the employment contract of employees, so you better pay workers 100% salary. And we will not be responsible for whatever happens when workers are receiving half a salary. Now, the post office then, on the 22nd, then came back with the What does that mean? Pay. We will not be responsible for what happens um, if, if learners... If, if, work, if, if workers decide that they are going to go on a strike or while get strike, or if workers decide that we are not coming to work because we don't have a salary, we can't take the blame. We can't, the, the blame can't be proportional on the union. That blame must solely go to management if they are the ones who have failed to do what is required of them in terms of the law. I mean, there's just, every month, the contract of employment of a worker says, you shall be paid on the 25th your salary at a specific rate. Now, nowhere in your conditions are you told you'll be paid half of a salary. I mean, workers have work, came to work on an everyday basis, and now you are you are controlling workers. Now, if a worker decides to get a tendering salary after all his deductions, how do you expect that worker to come to work? And that is merely what we said to the post office. They will take that responsibility. If a worker can't get to work, you can't even penalize that worker for no work no pay because you have not paid that worker. And then on the 22nd, the post office then came back and said, no, they are going to pay workers 70% of the salary. We are not sure did they pay 70% or did they pay 40%, but that is what the state of affairs is at this point in time. Well, we're speaking to uh, Clyde Mervyn. He's the president of the Communication Workers Union. We're talking about the post office and asking what is wrong at the post office. Workers have only received half their salaries. But the, the problems we uh, that, that Clyde Mervyn is highlighting are not new. Last year, there was talk about the South African post office being on the brink of collapse. And seemingly nothing has changed. There was talk about a turnaround strategy, which does not seem to have yielded uh, the desired outcome. So what needs to happen. Uh, Some people saying that uh, the post office has run its course, but unfortunately many people in rural and um, uh, other smaller towns depend on the post office for a lot of services. It's not like in an urban area where you have the option of going to some other entity. However, Clyde Mervyn saying that um, by all indications, there may be another strike looming given that uh, the workers were only paid half their salaries. So there's no telling as to how this one is going to pan out. And as for post office management, the executive there, we tried to get them onto the show. They say they have other commitments.
appointments, other engagements. Department of Telecommunications and Postal Services also not available to comment on this matter at this time. But let's hear from you, 891 Mike in Newlands, what's your take? Hi, good morning. Uh, you know, yeah, my take is this. Well, instantly, just let me tell you what my postman told me the other day. Uh, he said to me, he's been in the post office 24 years. He said when he started, it took two weeks to get a letter from Cape Town to England. Now, and now under the new regime we have here, it's taking four weeks. So it just goes to show how we've drifted back. The mail is worse than it was in 1960. You know, it's not about just the post office. This is just a reflection, Sakina, in my humble opinion, on, on all government departments. It just reflects the fact that we have something called car day deployment. Uh, I, I don't want to pick on the SABC, but Claudia Mutzening, Noma Trek, running a billion rand organization that's currently languishing at home uh, and being investigated by the public protector. This is the quality of management we've got. And the trouble is, to my mind, that the ANC has got to move past this, is he white or is he black? And is he black, is he, is he ANC before we give him the job? They are appointing people on, on, on their membership of the ANC and they're appointing people on, on cover. And that's not the right thing to do because at the end of the day, everybody suffers when you've got incompetent people running these massive organizations. And, you know, so the post office is just one of them. If you look at all government departments, they're all in some shape or form of disaster. And hence the fact very few of them come onto your radio shows. It's not the first time I've heard one showing. And then just in conclusion, if you just look at the Paris papers, I mean, ESCOM blew sorry, $60 billion over budget. We're looking for a lousy $3.5 million for the students. Well, there's $60 billion right there just on that. S- uh, SAA, $16 billion. Uh, Petro SA has just been uh, the council. Even the ANC turned on Petro SA and said, you're mismanaging the books. You could have done better. They lost $14 million. I know it's chicken feed. Our president himself, Sakina, they wrote off forty million out of his own personal budget, whatever he has, like a presidential budget. It's it's we've got to get qualified people and the sooner the ANC move away from black and card race, the sooner the company will the country will get back on track. But unfortunately I think it's so entrenched now that I think we just seem to be going down a slippery slope at high speed. It's going to take a very brave ANC to step up and stop this intense corruption. Thank thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mike and Newlands. Lionel you also in Cape Town. Good morning. Yes, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I just like to say that South Africa has one of the richest mineral resources in the entire world, and yet we're sitting here with a growth rate, an economic growth rate of something like one percent. Now we probably have a growth, a population growth rate of something like four percent. This is a total recipe for disaster. We can't educate thousands of people. We haven't got the money. We just don't. We're going broke, unfortunately. The direction we're heading right now is another African failed state. And um, it's very sad because we potentially, with good management, we could have a growth rate of something like 8 or 9%. That's the reality. There's a very interesting book out at the moment by Johnson, Will South Africa Survive? I recommend everybody read it. It's a fascinating reading. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Lionel. In Cape Town, Tabiso and Guguletu. Hi, good morning, Tina. It, 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 I, I agree with Mike, who said this boils down to leadership. I think the ANC government is failing to to manage the post office. A classic example is Jacob Zuma's daughter was made chief of staff of the entire department. Sakina, can you hear me? I'm listening to you, uh, Tabiso. So if you look at the, the chief of staff, whose role is to manage the entire department and manage it and then somebody who knows nothing. By the way, my wife, my wife went for the FA 12 office. She received 70% of the salary last week, as a matter of fact, and she does not know where the rest will come from. 
or when, for that matter. So this SA Post Office is managed by wrong people. Even the administrator himself, his interests are not in reviving the department, the, 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 the post office at all. They're just running it dry without any interest whatsoever in, in changing how it looks like. I mean, he receives three million rent over a period of nine months. That's absurd for someone that is put in there to change the, 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 the revenue of the organization. He makes more money than anyone else in the in, the, in that department. Thanks, Hakeem. Thank you so much, uh, Tabiso. And the million-dollar question is, one wonders whether um, those at the top were paid their full salaries or whether they suffered the same plight as those at the bottom. Karim in Durban, good morning. How are you, Sakina? Well, and you? Sakina, let's get one thing straight at the moment in South Africa. This country is going into a negative mode because of one reason. The people appointed at at top positions in government by the status are not qualified. They're full of corruption. These are all the the, the illnesses of the fact that the government has lost control of a lot of parastatals that they have controlled. It's about time that I think, just like the post office, if you look at the situation in the post office, it's nothing new. Every day we're finding there are people, government departments that are not performing, and when is the ANC going to wake up? Is it going to wake up when we get to the point like Zimbabwe? Yes. Then we're going to find our rent sitting at 41 rent to a dollar or 41 rent to a pound. Please, I beg the government, get up, wake up, because you are destroying this country. And then and it comes to a stage where when you walk into a post office, it's been revamped with beautiful new outfits, everything. But when you look inside and you walk in, the, the staff are all... This is until they're not happy with their lives. Now, is that the type of service as a South African? Do we need that in every department? You go to home affairs, they've got the same problem. The computers are not working. They have a problem. No, there is a problem. You're right, Sakina, there is a problem. What is the problem? The problem is either they get up, the government will get up and get new leadership and stop playing the race card. If they can appoint somebody with a different color, they must appoint him to the job and get done with it. Because this country, as far as I'm concerned, the last 20 years is sliding into a decay. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, uh, Karim and Durban. Uh, Sigin Randberg, what's wrong with our post office? Hello. <laughs> this is the second year I'm not going to be able to send out Christmas cards again. Uh, and, and, and last year, uh, some of the Christmas cards that were sent to me arrived in April, I think it was. I can't be quite sure anymore because I've forgotten. But, 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 but this isn't just the mismanagement director from Lutuli House who appoints these guys uh, to mismanage every single uh, 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 state-owned enterprise, ESCOM, SIA, SABC even, and especially even. <laughs> anyway, look, uh, what, what's important uh, is that we must get out of this, and, and it wasn't only the, the ANC head office, it was their Kusatu allies who had a five-month strike. This, this communication workers union chap you were speaking to earlier, he was responsible for five months of strikes, which rendered the uh, post office totally redundant. We, didn't, we don't need a post office after a five-month strike. We can live perfectly well without it. And so can we live without it, without all the rest of the state-owned enterprises, it seems. Mm. Uh, we are self-destructing, uh, and, and the post office is the 
primary role model for South Africa's self-destruction under ANC corruption and mismanagement. Thanks very much. Thank you, Sig and Randberg. So, Clyde Mervyn, Sig says, you are part of the problem. You caused part of this, rendering the post office redundant by going on a five-month strike. Let's, let's clarify, Sakina. I think you'll recall last year we, we, there was a strike and there was no union responsible for it. Uh, that strike created an issue of conversion of casuals. It created also the corruption of the board members. And, and, and obviously we intervened. We, the CW, called off the strike. We went to those workers and said, give the post office a chance to fix what is wrong. As I speak to you, Sakina, we called those workers, our lives were at risk, we called off the strike, but until today, there's no movement coming for a year. That's the first part. Two, the president of this country uh, instituted an SIU investigation. We are still waiting for that report. We, in 2011, went to the public protector. We laid a, a, a charges against some individual managers. We are still waiting for that report from 2011 from the public protector. Now, now this is where you have a problem. For us, it's about leadership. Uh, there's no decisive management in the post office. We've been down in this drain. I mean, for for nine months, it took when we, when that mistake came into play to get an annual report. Until today, there's no annual report. So clearly, those are signs of a, a organization which is a weak leadership. We don't even have leadership at an executive level. How do you expect the post office to run when you don't have a CEO, a COO? Or a CFO. All right. So, so, so I, I'm just trying to clarify those issues. That the main issue for us as an organization, if a one day march on the 29th, okay, we're, we're going to come back to that. To bail out the post office. We're talking about the post office this morning and asking what is going on at the South African post office. And we're in conversation with Clyde Mervyn, president of the Communication Workers Union. And he's our only guest this morning. And that's because everybody else, uh, the Department of Telecommunications and Postal Services, the post office themselves, nobody else was available to join in the discussion this morning. Let me start by running through some of your SMSs here. Uh, This one from David Mtunzi in Mabatu says, if I can remember, the post office has forever been on strike. Its striking record must be the highest in South Africa when compared to any other strike that ever happened since 1994. And then uh, this one from Keith in Pretoria who says, it's quite simple. While post office workers were striking, customers went elsewhere. And then uh, people on Twitter are saying, uh, first off, uh, third umpire says, but Sakina, who appoints these reckless CEOs and the uh, boards, the police commissioners? It's the government. Uh, General Chinemore says, uh, pure disrespect from the post office management. Uh, Mike seems to think, however, that blacks are incompetent, and I don't agree with him on that. However, cadre deployment is killing us. Uh, Revolutionary says, uh, the post office is left in time. The times of kicking, licking stamps are gone. It needs to innovate. Nonsam Gluli says, I don't think South Africa needs the post office anymore. Still waiting for my overnight parcel from last year. Uh, Bonnie uh, says uh, post office failed to pay its employees even if government has bailed them out. Uh, what a shame. And Vukile Duarte says the South African post office is hamstrung, financially strained and doomed entity that can't pay employees on time. That is what is happening. Teddy uh, says, um, Mayor SK, allow me to draw your attention to uh, to two uh, small matters of the 200 million rand for the nuclear build. 
Wouldn't that assist? And Tebza Yen Mashiko says the minister who is responsible for this entity is getting paid in full for doing nothing. Timothy Mokokole says, here's the puzzle for me. There's renovations going on at some of the post offices. Meanwhile, the employees are not getting paid. And Samgelo says... All those who were approached for comment in the ailing post office have no excuse. Can they just come out and account for their mess? David Hughes says either the post office management just don't care or they are plain inept. And a revolutionary says to get the post office working, the post bank must come online. All public servants must be paid uh, through it, including social grants. So has the post office run its course? Do you believe it's still relevant? And if not, what needs to be done to bring it up to speed, Clyde Mervyn? Thanks, thanks. I think first the post office is still relevant. It has one of the best infrastructures which you can get. It goes to areas where no one can go, which is into the rural area. It delivers, it delivers letters to the rural area. What what can fix the post office first is a strong management team to root out all corruption which is there, build in new systems so that we can be online, have proper stock so that there can be proper efficiency from workers. And I think if you have those basic issues, I can assure you the post office will run an excellent service. But if you don't have those things, if you don't have tools of trade to work, it makes you look very incompetent as a worker. It makes the post office look bad. It makes it, a lot of people depend on post office. Students depend on the post office. Now, obviously, we also talk about innovation. There is innovation in the post. All what it needs is proper management structure, which will account will accountable. But at the same time, we also need a minister which is really on the ball. I think our minister is not on the ball on issues. Our minister takes forever to respond to issues. So clearly, and also you need a board which is very accountable. With Dr. Lusaba, with every for nine months, I don't think the right person for the board. And that's who are calling for his removal and have a proper person who can take charge of the post office. I think that's what the post office needed. So who, 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 to your mind, is a proper person? Look, we want people with skills, people who are competent, people who have a financial background, and also at the same time, people who have a background to deal with human resource matters. I don't think Dr. Lushaba has that, unfortunately. And that's the type of person. I don't have a person in name, but that's the type of person we need in, in, in the organization. Somebody who can put his foot down, really t- take the post office to another direction, because that's what it's needed. So when last were you in conversation with, man- with uh, the management and executive at the post office? We, we, we once met to talk about only one issue, it was to talk about the changes of the shift and how do we change the transportation and the, and the, the coming of the mail. That's the only time we have a conversation, but other than that, there's no conversation. When was there's that? No I, I think that was some, some, somewhere in September. And, we, and, 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 and what is right about it, on the 9th and the 10th of, of, of September, Satina, we went to CCMA where the three unions we have spoke about issue of increase, the conversion of casuals. All what the post office came there and said, no, we don't have a mandate. We first wait for the board to give us a mandate. The board is only meeting on the 29th of October. We were in CCMA on the 9th and 10th. The post office promised in a week's time they'll respond. Instead of responding, they send us a letter, no, the board is only meeting on the 29th of October. We are going back to the CCMA on the 4th and the 5th of November. What their response will be, we don't know. But really, that is how, imagine we have to convince CCMA 
to get involved into your issues between you and the post office. But there's no longer that engagement, that frankness engagement, engagement to say, how, what do we drive the post office to? How do we all rebuild this organization? Because my view has always been, it, we must rebuild the post office, all stakeholders. The Department of, the Department of Postal and Telecom Communication, the board, the executive management, and the unions, so that workers are able to know that there's a future in the post office. Right now, workers are uncertain about their future. Tapelo Mahapa says, I care less about post office strike. They give us poor service anyway, and we have courier companies that can do their job better. Clyde? Hello? Uh, what's your response to that? If someone says, Look, we don't care what you do because you are poor at what you do anyway. Look, as I said, if the post office has proper systems, I can assure you, We'll, we'll, the post office can do a better and efficient service than any other organization, even in the courier companies. We have our speed service, which deliver mail on a daily basis. Only issues, like I said, Sakina, if there's no tools of trade, it becomes problematic. So the post office must get it add together, get the proper tools of trade. I can assure you, in a year's time, there will be a better post office. But that only needs the commitment from government to bail out the post office so we can fix the post office. We've got the proper infrastructure, but if the infrastructure is there, you don't have the tools of trade, you'll have serious problems. All right, let's go back to the lines. 891 Anonymous, good morning. Morning, Nini. How are you, Sakina? I'm well, and you? I'm okay. I guess I only want to talk about four issues. The first issue is the issue of uh, the Ministry of Post and Telecommunication. And the second issue is the issue of uh, human resources. And the third issue is the issue of uh, the special investigation unit. And the fourth issue, I will touch on the issue of Clive Marvin very well. Let me start with the issue of the Ministry of uh, Postal Services and uh, Telecommunications. Uh, Sakino, this minister, of course, I agree with the speaker who once said that he's there for the salary. He is never aware of what is happening in the post office. And I will assure you, he, he has never even visited the post office. He has never even spoken to any one of the employees. Employees have got a number of issues that they can raise with him. One, I can tell you something with the minister. If you check the minister of uh, basic uh, of, of higher education today, immediately when the student went on strike, he quickly jumps in and started to to, 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 to keep the ball rolling, even though the, the president has assisted him. But nevertheless, when it comes to the post office, that minister together with, together with the so-called chief of staff is no way to be found. Secondly, let me come to the issue of human resources. Uh, I will touch on the issue of there is a lot of corruption in the post office, particularly in VET, Northern region, and, 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 and Central, which is Bloomfontaine. What sort there, of corruption? Corruption. Okay, I'm coming to, I'm coming to that one, Sakino. When it comes to the issue of appointments, relatives get priority, whereas there are potential people. I'm talking to, to you right now. I'm not scared if they can, can call me next time if anonymous can come and explain or to show you the proof. There are people who are, who are having uh, 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 master's degrees who were sent to school by the post office, but when they completed their own degrees, the very same head of human resources, particularly in national region, they sideline them. They will take them to the far area where they won't even be had. And those issues 
has been raised several times with uh, 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 campus hotline. We do have, uh, I, I do have all, all those, those, those reports. The third issue that I want to speak, the special investigation report, I agree with Clive Marvin. When are they going to release? The, 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 the public protector, she was approached, but she's not prioritizing the post office. And to be honest with you, with you, Employees, they are also watching, they are also human beings. They do have feelings, like any other institutions. But when it comes to their own institutions where they raise complaints, no one bothers himself to entertain it. Then I will come to the issue, the final issue, where I will said I will touch on the issue of Clive Marvin. Clive Marvin, somewhere along the line, you must admit when people talk that you also perpetrated this thing. Because had you listened to the employees, the moment when they tend to say, guys, enough is enough, management are not willing to move, let's go back and start doing the job. We're supposed not to be here today. But nonetheless, we can still, as a post office, render excellent and quality service anywhere. Because I want to, make, I want to tell you one thing, Hakila. Post office is not meant to make profit. Why? One, the government. Is or rather, rather, or rather, instructed the management of the post office to say go and deliver in the most, most, most rural area. I'm telling to you now, I'm from Mutale. Mm-hmm. There's no courier service that can there's no courier service that can take a parcel from Johannesburg to Mutale, except the post office, with a lower rate. And if they want to close that, those, those services, who is going to assist those people of the Mutale? People of Chijini, uh, uh, people of down Diani, down uh, elsewhere. There's no one. But Sakina, let me finally see this in two minutes' time. Our government does not don't care. Does not, does not care. We talk about the person who raided the post office, mutuality, the former CEO. She left the post office. They've given her a golden handshake, and I, I believe those people are saying that. Our government is a golden age government. She has been now given a job in charge. Whereas she rent, she moved away from her old building to move the post office to go and rent a 10 million building. And then after that, they dismissed her and then gave up. I mean, the government appointed her. Okay. The group, exec- the group executives who were leading the post office, they just left with all of them with more than 120 million. All of them. All right. And there's no one who's full. And there's no one who's following it up. Much as the board, nobody's following it up. Thank you very much, Satino. Thank you so much, Anonymous, who is, of course, um, a post office employee, giving us some uh, insights as to what's going on there. Mali in Mount Frey, good morning. Good morning, Satino. How are you? Well, and you? Oh, fine. I'm uh, calling from Mount Frey in the Eastern Cape, between Coxted and uh, Mutata. Yes, Mali, welcome. Here, you know what they have done here. I'm a former councillor, a member of the ANC, a ward councillor, ward 18. They took a structure that was existing and brought it down, saying that they are going to build a state-of-the-art structure. Today, it's raining here in Montreal and old people are sitting outside. They have nowhere to sit to collect their items or to get on their pension funds. 
and since 2006 this has happened what is happening they are renting houses mm. and putting in geysers for no apparent reason and yet at the same time on the other side this post office is serving three towns it's serving kumbu it's serving mount Fre, it's serving tabangulu all those communities every day they have to endure cold wind rain and at the same time you'll find that they are taking uh, workers to 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 for for for, for to, to for labor issues when actually when it's raining the rain the floods get into the, and the people's passes even students material gets damaged inside because the water gets into those houses because the, there is no proper maintenance of those houses. Mali, have you That's tried to raise this with them? I have. When I was the councillor, I, up until 2011, I was raising this. Then this was never taken up. All right. Mali and Mount I'm Fred? Telling, I'm, telling, I'm, te- I'm telling you now that don't ask for the post office because you will never get the post office because it's, somebody, it's in somebody's house. Drive and ask for the magistrate's office. Just below, the, next to the magistrate's office, you'll see people are getting raped in there. People are using those dongas for toilets. It's just, it is a, a, an ugly thing. If you are even afraid to walk around there at, at night. Wow. Um, situation in Mount Frey tells uh, Mali. Let's go to Afani in, is it Port Mistake in KZN? Yes. I've never uh, heard of it. I, Welcome. Yes. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, I think, yes, uh, we're not uh, going to the right point. I think all these problems we are trying to solve, there's, there's a lot of, of departments in the, in the government. We're going to try to solve each and every problem under each, under each uh, department, which is not, uh, which doesn't make any uh, uh, progress. I think the best way is to look at the root cause because everything is is governed by the government. We must scrutinize the government and look some ways, of course some ways, uh, that we can help the government because the government, is the intention of the government is to control and to get something in their pocket. If we come up with a strategy, there's a lot of philosophers and great minds that can help this country. But now, they are, the, the, the platform is blocked by the government, you see. If we can make it, come up with a plan so that the government will be uh, consolidated, it's still, still going to get all, what, all the benefits, but the great mind will lead the country. All right. Got you there, Fanny, in Port Mistake in KZN. Jonathan in Peter Maritzburg, good morning. Jonathan, not there. Let's go to Pretoria Anonymous. Good morning. Morning, Sakina. Uh, morning to the listeners. I think uh, post office does not worry. Um, it's not only post office. It goes, be, it goes beyond post office to our the, 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 the social culture and our civil service. There is this particular service of post office that says fast mail. You go to post office, they'll tell you that fast mail takes three days to be delivered. In one week's time, you don't still receive the mail. Uh, both the management and the workers, they do not want it. It's not only post office. You go to the uh, uh, government hospitals, a doctor will tell you that it's not going to Yes, Anonymous. Hello? A doctor will tell you that. 
Okay, getting those lines crossed there. Um, but basically, Anonymous saying it's both uh, the management and the workers who are to blame for this situation. Let's read some of your messages. Uh, this one says, how do you expect to run a post office without any stock? No stamps, no packets, no envelopes, nothing. Um, uh, Errol, and Graham's, uh, Errol Graham rather says, uh, everybody keeps on blaming everything on governance. The fact of the matter is that technology has overtaken this space. This one says, public strike, uh, we will no longer use the post office. Mpoin Pulukwane says, ma'am, I was shocked to receive my parcel completely mutilated from the post office. Post office should be closed down. Prosper says all this came as a result of the prolonged strike, amongst other things. People should know that their actions have consequences. Unsigned one, uh, is it not illegal to not pay workers? Errol Presley says, my daughter works at the post office and says uh, they've not been paid any overtime besides only receiving half of their salaries. And then this one says, the post office comrades have finally got their way, another institution destroyed. And Lucky Inswane says, says Sakina, we need to ask a question as to how did we get into this situation? Is it because of the perpetual strikes resulting in no service and therefore no revenue realized? Or is it the fault of government yet again? Uh, Another uh, anonymous call from um, a post office employee. Good morning. Morning, Sakina. Yes, I'm phoning from the post office. I'm a post office employee. I am very much concerned. We are not happy at the post office. And the one I can say, what I can say now is that the post office uh, management can be pronounced with one word, a failure. And also the Department of Communication and Postal Services, Ministry, uh, uh, Minister, also can be pronounced with one word, a failure, because what, uh, what is happening in the post office, you know everything. I heard the minister earlier said that, the minister of finance said that they were not told that the post office employees are going to be paid half their salary, and which I believe is not true. Earlier, two months back, they wanted to do this, and uh, the employee who gave out the information to the portfolio committee, that employee is suspended now, as I talk to you, because it is accused of taking the the inside information outside. And that person was not happy because the post office employee and the half salary is impacting negatively on us. When going to the bank, our debit orders are not paid. They go out back, and when they go back, the the banks penalize us. 130 debit order, Mm. which is not paid. 138. Now, what is happening in the post office? The agency is a problem. Agency government is corrupt. And if you can see, all these people who are brought in the post office are from the post office, I mean, ANC ranks. And all people from ANC ranks are corrupt. This very guy, Lushaba, Lushaba came here with an attitude because he was appointed by the minister from the water affair where he was working with water. He cannot bring somebody who was working at the CEO at the water affairs. You said he must come. Post office is a unique uh, organization. He needs somebody who knows the core business of post office. That guy doesn't know the core business of the post office. Okay. And again, the other thing is, ne, he has said he has got uh, STP, 
a turnaround strategy. He cannot even implement what he said he has made. He came up with that strategy, but he cannot now implement that strategy. He has been made a, a, a board chairperson. And the man who has failed for almost a year, turning post office around, he has been made a chairperson of the board. What do you expect from such a person? Wow. Um, that was another anonymous uh, post office employee. Siswe and Desmond, you guys both have like 30 seconds uh, to just give me the gist of your thoughts. Uh, let's start with you, Siswe. Yeah, it's going to be a very shock. Look, Sakina, the forum starts at 8, it finishes at 9. I'm sure the minister, his staff can hear the serious issues being raised by the people. I mean, for example, the minister of health always calls when there are issues affecting his department, even though he was not invited. I'm just shocked at the level of which this ministry is, is, is really treating the South Africans in, in, with disdain. Thank you so much. Siswe, Desmond and Aman Zimtoti, good morning. Yes, 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 I know that I'm uh, Actually, too many competitors, uh, the technology has overtaken the post office. The postmaster is no more a person of, uh, of the office. He must go to the community and advertise all those things that are happening in the post office. I know that uh, there's a lot of turnaround that must be done in the post office because there's uh, too many competitors. As I said, uh, technology is overtaken. Thank you. Thank you. Ayanda Nabe disagrees, saying, I use the post office service. They've been efficient when not on strike. So I'm in solidarity with the workers there. A few other messages also coming through. Um, uh, Saki, uh, this one from uh, it's and from Terence and Kimberly says, why can't they sell the post office to outside investors? Because the post office is dysfunctional. This one says, I live in Carltonville and the trucks are broken. There's no funds for repairs, so no delivery of mail. And this one says, unions and Governments have destroyed the post office. Public now has no confidence in it. Privatize. Clyde Mervyn, 15 seconds to wrap it up. I think, I think once again, we are saying property party is there. All that we need is, is a proper bailout for the post office with the correct management. We should be afforded so that we can take the post office to another level. Bring back its clients, bring back its business. That is possible. All that it needs, it needs strong leadership. Clyde, that line not not good there. So uh, how about you send us a letter and we'll read your closing remarks to this morning's discussion. Well, thank you as always for your participation. And uh, yeah, we'll keep our eye on the ball as to further developments at the post office. And we'll be back with you bright and early, uh, back bright and early tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 a.m. Thanks to you and thanks to the production team. Have a good one uh, coming up to 9 o'clock and time for news with Kumbuzile Tabete.